0: In the book of Revelation, John does something that's quite profound. Now, the hard part for us is that it doesn't show up in our English translations. So, we have to know something about the underlying Greek. And if we knew that underlying Greek word, and how that word is used throughout the rest of the New Testament, then we can see that John is doing something absolutely amazing. The verse is Revelation 22.2. And this is where John is talking about his vision of new Jerusalem, the fully redeemed heavens and earth. And the verse reads, on this side of the river and on that was the tree of life, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit in every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So John is seeing the tree of life. Is there more going on here that John is trying to communicate to his original audience and us? Well, let's take a look. And the issue at hand is the underlying Greek word that John is using for tree, right here and right here. And in the New Testament, there are two different words that are used for tree or wood. Now, the first one is dendron, and the second one, is exulon it's kind of like an xs exulon and dendron well that's the one that's used for a living a growing tree a tree that's defined by its fruit so for example in luke 6:43 we find the word dendron for there is no good tree dendron that brings forth rotten fruit nor again a rotten tree dendron that brings forth good fruit so, dendron is used 25 times in the New Testament, and it's always for a leafy, fruit producing tree. And it's even used that way by John in the book of Revelation. And that's really important because it tells us that John knows the difference between dendron, a leafy tree, and exulon. So, Revelation 9 4, they were told they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing neither any tree, dendron. So, John knows dendron, and he uses it properly there. But what about that other Greek word for tree? What about exulon? Well, exulon is defined as something that's made of wood, or wood that's not alive, not fruit-producing. For example, it's used as a cudgel or a club. So, we see in Mark 14, 48, this is when Jesus is being arrested the night before his crucifixion. And so it says here Jesus answered them, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? And the word that's used there is exulon. So here we have wood, but it's not a living growing tree, it's a club. In fact, it's an instrument to destroy, not to bring life. Now, there is something else about Xulon that we need to know. It's the word that's used to describe the tree that Jesus hung on, what we would call the crucifixion stake. So, in the book of Acts, Peter is speaking in front of the high priest and the Sanhedrin. He says, the God of our fathers raised up Jesus whom you killed by hanging him on a tree, Xulon. Now, some Bible translations, for instance, the NIV, the New International Version, they say cross, but that's interpretation. They're trying to help the reader out. But most translations say tree, and I think that's more correct in this case. Okay, so there's another example of this. It's in Galatians 3.13. So, this is Paul. So, what Paul's going to do is he's going to quote Deuteronomy 21.23. This is the verse in Deuteronomy that says, if you put someone to death by hanging them on a tree, you must not leave the body there overnight. You must take the body down from the tree. Now, Paul, he's quoting from the Septuagint. That's the Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible. So, it reads a little bit different than your Old Testament might. But the word that Paul uses for this type of tree is exulon. So, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, xulon. So, this is a tree of death, not a tree of life, not a living tree that's producing good fruit, but a tree that's used for death. All right, so now we can go back to our original verse in Revelation 22. And it reads like this, it says, On this side of the river and on that there was a tree of life bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding fruit in every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So what kind of tree do we have here? Well, first of all, it's a tree of life. It's the tree of life that John is saying he's seeing. And it's a fruit-bearing tree. And it's a tree with leaves, and it provides healing for the nations. And this is a living, growing tree. In fact, it produces fruit year-round, right? It's not like a normal tree that only produces fruit seasonally. This is nonstop fruit. Then, if that's the case, what word, then, would we expect John to use when he's describing this living, leafy, fruit-bearing tree? You would expect dendron. John already used dendron earlier in the book. He knows the word, but he doesn't. He doesn't use dendron. He uses Xulon. It was the tree, the xulan of life. And the tree, the xulan, the leaves were for the healing of the nations. And that's the same word used for the tree that Jesus was hung on. Right? The one that's a weapon of execution the word that's often translated in our English Bible as the cross, and do you see now what John is doing here? No, John says, the tree of life is the cross. What bears fruit year-round? The cross. Where do the nations go when they need healing? They go to the cross. This is not just any old living tree, right? There's a paradox here. If you want to live, you die, or at least die to self if you want to take hold, you let go. If you want to be first, be last, be a servant. In God's kingdom, this is where you find life, and life abundantly. In God's kingdom, it's dying to self that ends up bearing fruit. And so, the tree of life is the cross. And that's what John is saying. And so, we look at the cross, and you say, yes, It's a tree of life, and it's just like this artwork. This is from the 12th century. It's in the San Clemente Basilica in Rome. The artist gets it. The cross is growing out of the tree of life. And John writes in verse 3, it's the very next verse, there's no longer going to be a curse. So the original curse came from a tree. Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They ate the fruit. Then in Deuteronomy, the one who's hanged on the tree is cursed, and that's Jesus. But when Jesus is on the cross, that tree, he takes on the curse and he reverses it. And it's brilliant what John is doing by just using a particular Greek word that his audience would have known, and that we have to do some work for it. It's brilliant, John is saying. The tree of life that I see in the New Jerusalem, it's the cross. So when we get to heaven, and we see the new Jerusalem, the tree of life is that cursed tree from Deuteronomy, but it's been transformed into the tree of life.